Welcome into Hoops Forum, a production of Radius Athletics and a Quick Timeout Podcast. I'm Tony Miller, and I'm joined once again this week by my co-host, Randy Sherman. As always, thanks to our sponsors over at 323 Sports. If you are looking to spend less on team packs this season, but you still want to get more, check out 323 Sports, famous $55 team pack special. There are four pieces of apparel included in that pack, including a short sleeve tee, a long sleeve tee, shorts, and a hoodie all for just $55. To find out more about what 323 Sports can do for your program, visit 323sports.com, or you can contact a sales rep at sales at 323sports.com. They'll be sure to do it right for your basketball program. This is part two. We started last week with some playbook variations and focused in on a couple of the popular actions and what those things look like out of different alignments. Uh, Horns, Princeton. We're back again this week, but we're going to have two new actions that we'll get to in just a few seconds here. Tried to select some that are a little bit more more popular. Playbook suggestions, ideas, Randy, either particular to what we're looking at today or just in general. I know coaches are kind of gearing up in their minds for the upcoming season. I know you always have thoughts on playbooks, but it could be something connected to today or just in general to tie both thoughts together connected to today or just playbook in general is just kind of like this idea that as a team and as a program, we kind of have a base offense or a main, a main action that we use to sort of like that's identifiable to our offense. And then we grow variations from that. And as a playbook starting point, as far as installation, just start with the base and and then trickle in outgrowth from there. One of the things that was great for us last year was when we had these actions and then my players understood how these actions worked and the things that you could do off each of them, then we were able to actually kind of very quickly add in different alignments and it wasn't like a whole new foreign play for them. They were able to pick it up pretty quickly because they already knew what we were trying to accomplish within the actions themselves. We just started in different alignments and it kind of yeah. gave us an, an opportunity to expand our playbook without much effort. So good. All right, let's start with stagger screens, popular ones, but teaching points. I think this is where we kind of go next level where everybody knows what a stagger is, but the specific teaching points can separate whether or not you actually get a scoring opportunity off of it. So Randy, you want to take us through the teaching points of the stagger screen? Let's start from the the player receiving the staggered screen. Player two there in the left deep corner. The first thing I want them to do is set up. That little line coming out from the number two is to set up to get to get in line with the screens and then and then run really tightly off of it. The main teaching point that I'm not so crazy about us making contact with the with the defender. I I kind of assume that a decent defender is not going to let us do that anyway. But uh, I am concerned with creating some sort of advantage or, or an opportunity for, for us off of the screen. Uh, one of the main teaching points you see highlighted in green, if you're watching the screen, is the second screener in the stagger. Our, our rule was don't, don't ever be right behind the first screener. If the cutter's defender, as you see in frame one, goes under the screen, I want you inside and your positioning will make that that defender have to go sort of further under the action. And then now maybe two can catch with an opportunity to shoot. They can break off their cut, which I don't have drawn here. I have them drawn, keep it coming into a straight cut. But they could break off their cut and pop cut that toward the sideline when that defender goes that far under both screeners and have a catch and shoot opportunity. So the second screener is almost like we call it the cleanup man. Like he he's... 
the first guy sets the screen and you just kind of like clean it up even more so like clean it up even more so so like if the if the defender is going inside get further inside to force him further under and vice versa in the second frame if if the defender trails the cutter i want you to be a little bit outside the first screener if you're the second screener to force that corner a little bit wider that he has to corner around and we get a chance to curl into the paint off of the off of the second screen. So that that's the short version. What you see, another teaching point, I would say what you see in, in both of these frames is what I would call a dribble stagger, where we didn't pass the ball, like meaning we didn't throw it from one to five to four, and then one and five go and screen away for three. We just brought the ball up the court, and two players just ran into a stagger off the dribble. So there wasn't the ball reversal and the two passers staggering away. It's just like maybe two trailing players go set the the staggered screen for the, for the guy in the left corner. We didn't reverse the ball. So I'm still the ball, the the ball handler brings it up. And then what this looks like an example of could be. Yeah. So I picked up this, you know, as part of our work with fast model every March, we kind of get, get geared up and watching certain teams in the tournament and, and kind of picking teams that, maybe throughout the year we watched that did some cool stuff that you can highlight at the tournament. And for me, that team, one of those teams this year was the Miami Hurricanes. I really liked a lot of the stuff they did. So I did a film study on their offense and it had a lot of staggers in it. And one, and as you see, is that sort of open side or that dribble stagger where the ball didn't reverse the bra, the ball was brought up the court and two and five go and stagger down for three. Um, what you see is in the first frame would be if they if they trail, you can see I drew five just a little bit outside two. So he could clean up that curl cut and 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 maybe we get a chance in the first frame to curl into the lane for a for a score. Um, another teaching point on the stagger, I should have mentioned this on the last frame, is I want the second player in the stagger to be unlike the cutter. Does that make sense? Meaning that's a five, that's our big, the cutters are three, one of our guards. That that makes it, you know, the, the defense might be less apt to switch the the guy in that in that case. They might they might not, and then you you get an, an advantage off the screen. That's the sidebar. Sorry. Yeah. So if they don't trail and we just don't curl them for a layup, we'll just keep running as you see in frame two, and then the second screener screen for the first screener who might curl it and go lay it up. And then if they don't, like so, you see there in the, in, in the bottom frames you just pulled up. We've set the stagger, second screener's wider, they curl, they didn't get the pass, they keep running, we screen for the screener, but we throw it to them, right? And then now we're going to go uh, touch action or a pitch back where, where we throw one throws to two, two hands it right back, like like just, uh, I call it a TikTok, TikTok action, just ball goes TikTok, right? So, and we, and we pitch back, next frame, two options there. One, two could could not pitch it back and keep it, or if they do pitch it back to one, five is in position to turn and step up ball screen, in kind of a weird angle there with a with a with a ball screen. So yeah, that's a that's stagger, screen the screener, pitch back, keep or step up, all in one one deal. And and luckily we have video because <laughs> uh, they might do a better job explaining it than I did. But you see the stagger catch, and I think this one's going to be a keep. Yeah, he keeps it. He comes off the stagger, and it looks like he might hand back to the passer, but he doesn't. There's a stagger. There he curls. We screen the screener and get the curl off the second screen. I really liked their stuff. I thought it was I thought it was fun to watch, and, and it 
just gets a lot of players involved and it really gets a lot of defenders involved and and yeah just good stuff and they had a nice run in the tournament miami did this year and actually that last part is something we're gonna get to in a second with the zoom stuff where you have the the tiktok which is nothing more than like a handoff that leads immediately yeah. to a ball screen but we'll come yeah, back okay. to that in just a few moments so stick around for that let's go ahead and go on i mean that was fantastic but let's go ahead and go on anyways yeah, yeah. to the next part this is one that i Every time I post this, you post another version of this. I mean, this is one that everybody loves, and it is that idea of the stagger that then allows you to continue on. And this is could have gone actually a third frame. So those that are watching, yeah. we've talked about the different alignments. This one is out of a horns, and you immediately get the four five. It has all the elements that Randy was just talking about with finishing the stagger with a five screening for a two. But if you don't get something out of that, it can continue on to another stagger for probably your second best shooter there, mm -hmm. the three. And then what I don't have drawn is you could actually continue on and have another stagger for the one as yeah. they kind of circle all the way through again and have another opportunity score. So, And everybody knows, I think we didn't mention this, but everybody I think knows, it oftentimes results in like a slip to the front of the rim to mm -hmm. score for one of those screeners as they're really concerned with you know best shooter coming off, second best shooter. Not only are you getting consecutive pin downs, but you're also getting stagger, stagger, stagger. And that's a lot of opportunities for the defense to mess up and maybe get mm -hmm. you something either in the paint or, or a three-point opportunity. And we have video of this one as well. Yeah, if you like staggers, this is the this is the set for you because, man, there it's, it's chock full of them, right? So, yeah, there's the horns, and you see there's the first stagger, second stagger. <laughs> it's like a revolving door of yeah. staggered screens. I think this is a Temple Owls that I'd, I'd seen running this, so ball screen the stagger away the stagger and they pass to that one the baseline stagger yeah, yeah there's the there and then we just keep going man and those <laughs> those two screeners just sort of travel in in a couple and and as a couple and keep staggering for people yeah it's it's and theoretically i mean you could do that infinitely you could just sure. keep going <laughs> stagger after keep stagger going. after stagger so maybe somebody wants to pick that up as like their entire offense it's just stagger yeah. after stagger after stagger when the season gets underway, your time is limited and often important aspects of your life get overlooked, including your health. Late nights studying film, stress levels are high, you're constantly eating out on the road, and working out becomes non-existent. The fundamentals of basketball help you win games, and the fundamental habits of exercise and nutrition will improve your health so that it doesn't take a backseat during the season. Start building healthy habits of nutrition and exercise that maximize your time and manage your stress. My name is Craig Richards, and I am an online fitness and nutrition coach. If what I've just described sounds like something you struggled with, I'm here to help. In the description of this podcast is a link to a free workout plan. All workouts are under one hour to capitalize on your time. If you'd be interested in something more personal and hands-on, a link to one of my coaching applications is in the description as well. Just as you invest time in the game of basketball and the improvement of your team, make sure you invest time in the improvement of your health. Just saw this one doing a film breakdown for the WNBA Finals. And nice. we typically think of staggers leading to a shooter coming off. But something that's been popularized in the last several years is when you have that guard that goes and sets a screen for your screener to eliminate help when the screener comes out to set a ball screen. So whether yeah. that's a hedge or whatever. 
And what the Las Vegas Aces actually did was they went and set a stagger screen for the screener. So they eliminated, hopefully eliminated any kind of help with two people. And that didn't just end it, though. It kind of set them up for the action that we talked about last week with the Spain. So after the five sets the ball screen, now two sets of back screen for five. Mm -hmm. And while that's happening, there was actually that kind of pin in cross screen type thing happening Mm -hmm. for the second shooter. And so you had the one coming off that potentially could have scored. You have the two and the five with the Spain action. So something over the top or throwing it back, a toss back for the shooter. Or you have that kind of that flex screen, that whatever. Re-exiting off the of that, yeah. So, I, you know, a, a great ATO if you're trying to have three or four scoring opportunities in just one set. So yeah, I that's thought that cool. was, I thought that was just kind of cool from the standpoint of not, you don't necessarily have to use these actions to get a scoring opportunity, but to actually generate the next action, which is a scoring opportunity. So yeah, I call this arriving alone. Mm-hmm. I want it. I want the ball screener to arrive alone at the ball screen. So I, I screen for them to sort of like, you know, their X five would be trying to navigate this double screen, the staggered screen and, and, and five arrives alone at the ball screen. And then, and then like with the combination with the Spain action. Yeah. Yeah, and same idea here, but you know, not from necessarily, baseline out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, from just kind of inverting the courts and not necessarily again getting something for a, a three-point shot or a shooter coming off of pin downs coming towards half court, yeah. but like actually going towards the hoop. You know, you could loop them through this and like the Miami actions that you had, like three sets now a screen for four as they're coming through, and so a lot of things that you could do. But just wanted to show staggers from different places on the floor rather than just you know the one dribbling in between the mm-hmm. the lines up there at the top and then some sort of pin down on the wings uh yeah get creative this is this is almost like a staggered back screen kind mm-hmm. of like type thing so yeah okay so hopefully i give you some ideas on baseline yeah from uh from from some different stagger actions let's go ahead and move on to the second one that we want to talk about variations for zoom and this first one with princeton and and this could go on for days, but this is just one that you selected, Randy, and, and uh, kind of talk them through this and maybe why you picked this one. Zoom being down screen followed by a handoff. So we're screening for the recipient of the handoff as, as, as they, they're going to receive an off-ball screen, a down screen, and then come off of that and someone's bringing in the basketball off of handoff. So so this is from Princeton offense. This is as old as it gets nearly. And so it's point uh, we see in frame one, we use a, a, a wave entry where we don't throw it guard to guard. We just, the, the, the player four just cuts over the top of the post, freeing up player five at the el- elbow. We hit, hit the elbow at the point in which we, we, we pass to five at the elbow. That passer has three options. They could cut away our screen, I'm sorry, they could screen away or cut middle or they could cut over. And that's what I have drawn here. They cut over and go and down screen for that player, that single player, player three in the corner. And five just turns after their catch and just follows them to hand it off for player three coming off the, the pin down. I, I call it enhancing the dribble handoff. Like instead of just me dribbling and handing it to you, there's a third player involved. I'm dribbling it. You're screening for that player and and we've enhanced the dribble handoff a little bit. Let's say you just didn't like the handoff to player three, like they screened and maybe their, their defender just sort of dirtied that handoff somehow. And the screener pops, I could, I could just keep my dribble and hand it to them. So 
It's like we could keep what I call keep and go next. I, I don't like that handoff. I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep my dribble and now I'm not going to do it. I'll go to the next guy and hand it to them. I think the similarities between the stagger and the, and the zoom actions are you're not married to like, if this first thing doesn't work, like we're in trouble uh, with the stagger. Like you can set that second pin down that gets you something else with this one. Yeah. They come the first handoffs, not there that frame three, one can come back and now receive a handoff or you could yeah. even keep it and turn around and Barkley and then play out of that sure. as well. So yeah, and my, my Princeton coaches will know that, you know, one of the teaching points of, Princeton, to your point, is there's there's no beginning and no end, meaning like what you said, we don't just run an action and then, okay, that didn't work. Now what? There's always by design something next. I call it the show must go on, right? Like, okay, we we want to do this action, but it didn't materialize, but the show must go on. So what what can we do next? Yeah, yeah it's a great way to think about it and describe it as well. Yeah. Uh, this one, a slob, kind of the same idea but yeah this is sidelines out of bounds this is a a a miami heat and eric spolstra and you know you see lots of teams run this but this is this is his favorite man and and uh, i've got video of it but it starts with a ucla cut and maybe we get you know just set a good screen somehow we score off that 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 ucla cut um and, and we enter it right into to player three cutting off the ucla Player five that I want that to be, I want again, kind of like the stagger. We want, we want the deliverer of the handoff and the recipient of it to be unlike. So we lessen the likelihood of a switch. So I'm using my five to back screen for three and then separate from that screen. And that's probably who we're going to end up inbounding to. They turn and put it on the floor. Four is ready. As soon as it's kind of inbounded, he's looking and he sees it's inbound and he's going to go down screen for the handoff recipient, which is player two. We will, we're enhancing the dribble handoff by first screening for the recipient just from sideline out of bounds this time. I don't want to assume this. This is similar to the stagger. You want to make sure, how did you describe it when you have the five setting for the guard? Whether they're inside or outside? No, just the principle of making, you know, having that bigger player that's now. Yeah, they're unlike. They're unlike. Yeah. They're not like it would, if it's just, if it's just point guard handing it off to two, that's probably going to just be switched and not materialize any advantage, right? Today's game, a lot of people are switching one through five, so it still might, but at least it's less likely. Like they might, they might like, eh, I don't know about that. Like you know, we we might not switch X five onto player two, right? You know, yeah. So here you can see the UCLA cut. Bam Adebayo separates PJ Tucker for Duncan Robinson right into the handoff. I included this one. I like this one because. A lot of times we see that zoom action going towards the midline right. and that's typically where most space, the most space is. So it's, it's, you know, reasonable for, for you to do that, but you can also design it for it to end up resulting in a player going towards the outside of the floor. And in this case, uh, Sacramento kind of using that empty side. Mm-hmm. So as the ball is now entered, you have the two coming off the pin down and where you get the zoom action is there in frame number two as two hands the ball back off and it's immediately followed by a ball screen and you have your pair on the other side spaced so yeah. that now you have an open lane. You could have somebody going down the middle of the lane or, but one now can basically operate in that entire half of the court. Yeah. I mean, you could also, you don't have to roll the five to the front of the rim. You could set like a crackback screen and the one dribble to score or turn around mm-hmm. and Barkley and throw it back out to two or, split cut we've 
we talked about split yeah. cut actions. Yeah. You can watch a, a prior episode of that. So a lot of things, but just the point of it doesn't always have to go towards the middle of the floor. You can push it towards the outside and, and generate some additional actions once you go towards the outside of the floor. Yeah, I really like this with the empty corner concept. And and it's still it's still handoff. Then we're screening. We've got hundreds of things in our, our library that yeah, could, yeah. could have been included in this and could have gone over for a long time. So if you're looking for some more, you say, well, we run five out. We run four out, one in. We want, uh, there were some that I had from Boston and Brad Stevens mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they did some of their 41 series with some of these in it. So feel free to contact us. Randy talked several times about the Princeton, and that leads me into the next thing. Those of you that have listened to us have heard over the last couple of weeks, uh, the masterclass that we're going to be doing on yeah. Tuesday, September 20. I had the date seven. Yes. 27. Okay. Tuesday, September 27th. For those that maybe haven't heard Randy, can you kind of give them a preview as to what they're going to get from that? Yeah, we're going to, um, to do a five out early offense clinic on the night of September 27th, 7 30 PM central, 8 30 Eastern. What we're really going to talk about is like transitioning to a five out shape and then sort of like our, our first actions that we, that we run like right off the break, assuming the defense was back and we didn't just outrun them for a layup and, and, and kind of how to do that and how to kind of quarterback that without say a bunch of direction from the sideline and, and just sort of reacting to our our teammates and what happens first in the possession and letting that sort of trigger and cue the the, the first gambit, if you will, of us sort of creating an, a, an advantage or creating a shot opportunity. I'm really looking forward to that. Last time we did it, uh, Randy did a great job, and then we had a great Q&A session at the end. Mm-hmm. So if you're any kind of five out, whether that's your main thing or you like to just run some special stuff out of that, I encourage you to sign up for that had quite a few people sign up for it already so there's a link on our social media accounts randy and i both have been posting it Um, i even gave this week in a blog that i wrote that's linked on my twitter account a couple five out actions you can run and then at the bottom of that there's a sign up there so you can find that several different places it's going to be an exciting time we're going to have some resources for you afterwards i've gotten the question a lot of times once it's over like if i buy it but maybe i can't show up can i watch it afterwards Yes, we'll have everything available for you. So even if you don't get a chance to attend it live, you can get all the resources and the video access to that forever. We'll, we'll make sure that you have that. So look for that. That'll be, like I said, it'll be a great time. And we had a great time talking. This is one of those. I know a lot of people aren't going to as many clinics nowadays and that sort of thing. And I know it's primarily because we feel like we can get stuff online. And this is one of those where you can get it online. And it's going to give you like a real clinic type feel. I know we're not on a court, but Randy does a great job incorporating video and diagrams. And so I just strongly encourage you to uh, think about attending that. I appreciate everybody who followed us and listened to us this week. If you missed any part of the live show, you can go back and watch that on the Radius Athletics YouTube page. Just go to YouTube and search Hoops Forum, or you can go to any podcast platform if you're more inclined to listen and search hoops form or a quick timeout and you will find the full audio version of the show there for randy sherman i'm tony miller we'll talk again next time on hoops form